Okay, we are recording. Do they record the faces? Because I don't really want to be, I don't even know how this works, but whatever. Okay, so I picked the topic. Well, I guess you guys already know the topic that I picked, but um, I picked it. Go ahead, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> sorry. So this topic was pretty near and dear to me. Uh, I think because it like hit home like twice this this past year, actually. Um, like prior to uh 2017 like you could have been like oh were you depressed I probably would have been like yeah of course but that's kind of because I think I equated like stress and depression together um not kind of realizing that you know I think I was in a pretty good place where I like had pretty much everything but I was just stressed things are hard so I'm like oh yeah I'm depressed but not realizing like when you're like depressed there there's a difference in like the movement you make when you like dealing with life pressure so um I think when, well, most so like when you're depressed, you, you stop for a second. Like you're no longer pushing forward. Like when you stress, like you can, you can move forward in life. But when you get depressed, you stop fighting, you stop believing, you stop hoping, you stop everything. You just, it gets kind of paralyzing. So that was kind of why I like picked that topic. Um, so like the first time I think it would hit home for me was when Javon, oh, you don't know Javon, but that was a guy we went to school with and he like shot himself. Um, oh back in was that September, October year? It, no, it wasn't October. It was like August, wow. of, August wow. or September. It, yeah, it was. It was August. Yeah, I think it was August. So yeah, was I like, got invited to go like speak on behalf of our class, and so I went and I spoke and I gave this like speak and like in speech and like in the midst of among everything else, I said I was just like you never know. Who, like if you look to the person next to you like you would never have any idea what they're going through even though like you're just as close as you want to be with them so it's good to make sure you're checking on like everyone like that friend that's always posting that friend that never posts the one that's always talking the one that doesn't talk and like more importantly those strong ones and so as i look back now it's like little did i know that i was actually putting people on notice for myself to be like despite me being that one who's always confident who always seemed to have it all together that I didn't know, nor do you guys know that I'm going to go through something where I'm going to need somebody to check on me. And so, like, I had no idea. But sure enough, later on, like, after, when was it? So after losing my job, like, the first few days, I'm like, oh, this is great. You know, like, God nudged me out of the situation I didn't want to be in, which I didn't want to be in. But it was great in that moment until, like, okay, um, I don't got no insurance. Student debt is still incurring. I don't have no job. I don't got no income. I'm like applying. No interviews are coming, and nothing else is moving. So I'm still like, okay, uh, okay, this is this is this is pretty tough. Um, and then being a person who has pretty much like always had their finances together, always been like on top of that kind of stuff, and person who like wants to like attack generational like paycheck to paycheck cycle and then it's like you get hit with this one's like how are you supposed to tell someone else to manage your money when you're like in this situation so um i think like mid-november it was probably early november where it was just like things are just to the point she's like okay i'm like i can't focus enough to sit down and write a cover letter i just can't like I just can't do anything because it's like constant reminders that, oh, you're not good enough. You're not this, you're not that. There was like even times I'm like, I'm not even going to church because I don't want people to ask me like, oh, what are you doing now? Like, you know, they have to kind of like deal with it. So that was that. And then I think 
it just got to the point where she's like, I'm not, I'm just not doing anything. I don't really like want to hear anything. I'm like, don't tell me anything positive about God or this or that. Cause it's like, he's not sitting around watching me like go through this and I'm just can't understand why. So, um, it was kind of like one of those moments where I'm just like, I was like really unproductive. I didn't do anything. I stayed in this room more than I like did anything. Like my aunt would like come home. She wouldn't, she wouldn't like see me cause I'd be like in this room, but it wasn't like, I think maybe like one person ran. It was, and it was fun though. Cause like one person randomly one day checked. I mean, when she was like, remember what she said? Like they checking your strong friends. Like I'm just checking it. And I'm like, Hey, how are you? Uh, I'm fine. I will keep it, you know, keep it moving. So, um, that was it. And that's kind of like what I went through in that time, but, um, it didn't take me out completely, thankfully. So I'll say maybe like, uh, end of November, like right at, Oh, right after you got, uh, engaged. I mean, your ceremony, Krishan, when I was supposed to, I was in Bert T, it was right at the Thanksgiving. I was supposed to go, I was supposed to come back to Maryland, but like I stayed at my mama house and I kept like saying just additional days. I'm just like, yeah, I don't really feel like going back there. Like, it's just, I just don't feel like going back there. So I didn't go back, but I think I got to a point where it was just like, yeah, I'm kind of tired of being this low. Like, I've never been like this low, like spiritually in my like whole life. So I, um, cause I think for me, I think the thing is, it's easy to endure something when you can understand why you're going through it versus when you can, when you're just going through it and it hurts and you feel alone and you don't understand why. So I was listening to, I think it was Sarah Jakes Roberts and she had a, she had a sermon that's under, called Undefeated, which is like so good. And so, um, it was like, um, listen to that. And then, I mean, cause she knows she was in there talking about when you get to this stage where you just feel like you're not moving, you're pretty stagnant. You kind of want to just figure out, God, what is it that you're trying to work out of me? Like, what are you, what are you trying to do into me so I can take you to my next, take you to the next level? Because you're at a place where, like, if God takes you to your next level, you're gonna get there because there's some things that you haven't dealt with. That's not you're you're either not gonna stay there or you're not gonna be effective in walking your purpose as you should. So in that moment of like, it took like some deep, deep, deep honest and deep conversations and like some introspection to like really sit down and be like okay god what what is going on for me to be able to be like okay it still hurts because i'm still like dealing with stuff but it's also why am i going through this at this moment and so i like i don't know i mean there was a lot of things i came up but i think like the three things that i would say the most like as i was going through that time and as it has like helped me like to like not really sink in depression and like stop fighting but to like keep fighting again was more so like one was he had to build my confidence to be like despite whatever's going on around you in your situation you got to stand firm you got to know whose you are and who you are in him two he was gonna have to change the lens that i was gonna look through for the people that i'm gonna impact I got to connect with them on a personal level. My goal is to build generational wealth, help people invest in real estate, to people who like from low income and middle, middle class family, people who like struggle and have like nothing. So to be able to understand that and connect with them, you're going to have to go through that and be like, you, you went through a phase and you don't have nothing because who's going to listen to a lawyer who just graduated, got a six figure job and got all this money to invest versus somebody who graduated, hit rock bottom and was able to rebuild herself back up through the process. You know, it's, it's just like a thing to connect. And then the last thing, which I think was like really the hardest thing was to break me down to be able to learn to ask for help because that strong independent woman thing was just pride. And like they say, pride always coming for the fall. And so it's like the vision that you have is not a one woman's vision. 
you need an army to help you. And in the army, what are you going to do? You're going to ask people to cover you, to, to take your back, to watch you or to help you. And so to be at a stage where I'm like this vulnerable, where like people have to know what's going on, on the inside because I'm like, I need, like I, at this point, like I need help. Like I have to take help. I have to ask for help. And so it was just like, whoo, okay. All right. So for like actually like dealing with it, like going through it, I was like a mess. But like once I got to that stage where it's like, okay, I'm tired of feeling like this, but I want to know what is on the inside of me that you can't move me until I deal with this. That's going to help me be able to understand why I'm actually going through this versus just I'm going through this and I don't understand it and it hurts and you're just watching me. But he's like, and this time when the devil is like, no, you're not this, you're not that, you're never going to go. All the what if, worst what if scenarios are like going on in your mind versus God is on the inside saying, I'm growing you, I'm preparing you, I'm strengthening you, but you got to trust me and like get the lessons and grasp them before I can like start opening doors and like taking you to your next steps. So I know that kind of like got a little deeper than depression itself, but I think it was more so on the side of when you are going through something, stop just focusing on it as what it is and really figure out and dig a little bit deeper as to why you're going through those things. Because once I started asking why, it was like, that's clear. And then I started being able to just see like the attacks, like this is an attack on my character, this is an attack on this versus this is just who I am or this is what I am. So that's my spiel. That was really good. That was really, really good. I like the honesty. I like the way you worded it. That was struggle. Like, like, and I felt it through. Like you actually telling your story. Like, I, I really felt it, and I feel like I can connect. So, my next question is like, well, how do you, how did you pull through? You know what I mean? Like, how did you pull through in the midst of, of all of it? I think for like, I don't really know what it was, but I think it was just like, it, it was the point. I think when you're like, one, when you're, when you're, when you're connected to him, he's never going to just like let you go, but you can get so low to where you just feel like you're not there. And then it was like me just having like, when you have nothing else, it was like, okay, God, I feel like I got to come back to you. Like, I know I was doubting you, but I really like have nothing else. And I'm just like, at this point, I'm just like, this can't be my life. You can't tell me that you brought me here just to bring me to this point. Like, this just can't be it. And so it was just like, I don't know. And one of my friends, I had randomly sent me a sermon. And I'm like, you know, might as well give it a try. And it was just in that. And it was just like that sermon, like that sermon just resonated with me. But like getting through, I, I didn't think I like, I've never had a November like that in my life. Like, I didn't think that it was going to like, I didn't know if it was going to end, where it was going to go, what was going to happen from like that moment. Because like, I've never felt like that in like all my life. Wow. So what's next? I would, we're gonna like just, I, I don't know, but I feel like every day that I'm like learning just a little bit more about myself and as I'm going through this process, like, I mean, it's still in like stuff is like still up, but like I'm in better spirits. Like I can like actually deal, like I can hear God now. Like I can like, I, I can just deal a little bit different with the things that, that are coming at me. And so, I don't know, that just, like, makes it a bit more bearable versus when everything's coming at you and you just, like, I can't even fight back at this moment. But now I'm like, okay, I got a little fight in me. Like, I okay, I understand that, yeah, that was a shot, not today, so. Because, like, just, like, just before this call, like, I went downstairs to get my mail, and I, because I don't have insurance, but I had to go to the doctor one time, and so, like, I got a $5,000 bill, and I'm like, I'm, I'm still paying, a, like, $2,000 off on another bill, and I'm just like, 
but this is not about to like not not today nope not about to happen because I'm like, I understand this is the process of like regaining control of my finances from like having nothing because I've never been at this stage where I'm just like out like ever. So it's just a process. And it's just like, just keeping that mind frame, like as I'm going through things to realize like, this is not him hurting you or like leaving you. He's just trying to see like, what's going to come out of you when I throw everything that I got against you. Like, what, what are you going to do? Are you going to back down? Or are you going to fight? Because you're going to need somebody who's going to fight if you want to do the things that you want to do. So it's been like a real mindset shift which i like hate telling people to like change your mindset but that's all it's been at this point because nothing else has changed like literally nothing other than that and once you learn how to appreciate having nothing like he will bless you abundantly when those bigger things come at you so literally changing your mindset and staying positive that's that's all it takes that's all it takes that is all it takes and then I remember, like, I think I remember, like, reading something a while ago. And it was, like, how God really has to break your heart to actually get into it. And, like, to to show you who he really is and to show you yourself, like, that what you are capable of and that type of thing. And that always just, like, stuck with me. So, like, even if things seem like it's not going right or whatever, it's like, just like you said, my mom, when I was talking to her, she always said, well, don't always think. Just try to always figure out what God is trying to teach you in this moment. And when you said that, that just like, wow, that is really true. Like, what is it? It's not like, what are you trying to teach me? What what should I get from this? And when you your mindset changes to that, it's like totally different. Instead of like being like, oh, I'm going through this. And then you just have a pity party for yourself. So you just got to like, and people say, oh, you shouldn't question God, but you should question God. Like, why am I going through this? Like, you know what I mean? Because he'll start talking back to you when right. you, you know what I mean? If you ain't saying nothing, then what answers are you going to get? You know what I mean? So I don't agree when people say, oh, you know, you don't need to ask the Lord nothing. No, I feel like you need to talk to him. Like, and, and you'll get your answers. No, I don't so my devotional last week, it said, don't ask for clarification asking for trust so that he can get you through the process that he's carrying you through so then you will have understanding as to why he's putting you through this. So you gotta ask for that trust and that will also change your mindset once you gain that trust, once you get that trust. Yeah. Not sure. I, I feel like I need to get some sermon notes and write some stuff down. <laughs> But like, so like the weirdest thing, so like, I've been like on this, like trying to figure out like when God is like speaking to me. So like the weirdest thing happened last, well, it wasn't last night, it was like the other night. Like I had just hit like a real, real low point. And I'm just like, I don't know what to do. So like I just started journaling and I was just like, you know, like Lord help me to understand like what's going on, to be strong, like to stay faithful, to trust you in this process, to understand like just, you know, just stuff like this. And then the last one I wrote, I was like, um, also help me to hear you and like to know when you're saying move so right right after I finished I finished writing and then I like just read it twice and so then like as soon as I like shut my little notebook my reminder went off in my phone mind you this reminder never goes off like in the only time it goes off it's with another one that's like 128 days old and I was just like it's old but it was like his grace is sufficient and I'm like I know this comes from a sermon but I, I mean I know it comes from a scripture but I'm like I don't know which one it is so I went to go look it up. And then another thing is like, previously I was listening to a, a podcast and the girl was like, yeah, God, God, God gave me a scripture. And I'm like, 
what you mean god gave you scripture he never gave me no scripture what would they even mean i'm like side adding her like how he gonna give you a scripture like so now like, i go look up that scripture and like it's the what is it second corinthians something it's like my grace is all you need in your weaknesses when i'm strong and i was just like yo <laughs> yo i was like uh and i was like i was nervous i was like god is that you <laughs> i was so nervous like i was like wait a minute um yeah i like because i'm just like god like putting a little thought in your head and you'd be like all right that's that but so it'd be something so clear as to me to just be like in this moment of weakness like lord help me to understand what's going on and then you just like give me that scripture like as a reminder on my phone that never goes off and then i go look it up and then that's what it's like i was like so like freaked out for a second like so freaked out and i was like i need somebody to tell and i was kind of scared to tell chris because like he just knew on his on his spiritual journey and so i was like you probably gonna think i'm crazy but i'm gonna tell you anyway I was like, I need somebody to tell. So I was like screenshotting everything because when it went off, like, I screenshot it. I'm like, this is when I finished writing it. This is the thing that said, it said if he said it three times and he kind of was like, yo, this is like kind of scary. Like real scary. So this got way away from depression, but that's good. No, it still ties in. It still ties in because you need signs to know that God is with you. Right, that was yeah. that was scary though. Like, I ain't gonna lie. Like, I won't like, yo, God, thanks for hearing me. I was like, Yo, uh, I'm about to leave. <laughs> I was like, yo, I'm about to leave, um, cause, uh, yeah. So, well, we, um, have time. So if anyone else would like to share any time that they've ever went through depression or how they dealt with it or anything like it or whatever. What a Jeopardy music. How the heck, No, I'm about to go. I'm about to go. I'm following it together. Um, when I was in high school, they declared me depressed. Uh, this was during the time my parents divorced. And to this day, like, it still uh, affects me a little bit. But I don't declare myself as depressed. I do have my doubts at times. And I feel like at times uh it does set me back from certain things especially like i don't know i just feel like i do too much to hide pain um i know everybody's always like oh Brittany, you know you always doing stuff you always doing this and third but i didn't realize it until <clears throat> i moved to billy <clears throat> how much how true that was like, as soon as I moved into my aunt's house, like, I didn't want to be in her house. I didn't want to be around her. I wanted to always be doing something to stay away from her. And I was working, like, three jobs when I first moved up here. It's going crazy because I didn't want to face my aunt. I didn't want to face being, like, having somebody yakking in my face all the time. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I so to me, I, I texted me the other day because I told her I want to uh, go to counseling because I don't I don't know what the issue is, but um, I still feel like it's a lot in me. And I want to get to the root of it, 
Um, because there are times like I'm just unsure of a lot of stuff. And I feel like I always tell people to, to be confident in themselves. Or I like I'm always confident in myself. But y'all, I don't know what's when I want left sometimes, when I want right. I just uh I just feel moved. And I know some of it has to do with the early earlier diagnosis of me being depressed. So I want to just be free. I want to make clear. I want to really understand my purpose. And um, yeah, that's all I got to make. <laughs> oh, well, thanks for sharing. But yeah, we're like definitely all on that same journey where it's just like trying to figure it out. But I um, I come against anybody saying you are depressed and I come against that being spoken over your life in the name of Jesus because you are not depressed and that will not happen. Um, I, and, and I feel like I, I think I recall you just saying that, you know, you always try to stay busy and try to, I feel like that's maybe like masking something that you may be like running from where if you keep doing it then you gotta eventually face it and you know you probably only you and god and you can dig deep to know like really what it is um that's affecting you but you know the people you know trying to stay busy and, and trying to just do so much like it's it's because you're you're trying to mask something, and that's just that's just like my viewpoint of it. No, um, and and it's because I'm speaking from that place because I feel like I've I've been there, like I've been where I'm trying to always do something to keep my mind off of reality of what I'm really struggling with or what I'm really going through, and it's not just one particular thing, but it's like several different things that I was going through. I was trying to, because people try to tell you to stay busy and don't get an idle mind, but sometimes you can drive your mind crazy by overdoing so much. You know what I mean? So I guess it's just a balance in, a balance is needed in everything. So doing too little can be, can harm, be harmful to your thoughts and your brain because like mentally, if the devil can get to your brain, and like you saying, your mind is everything. So, like, what you thinking? You don't want to get an idle mind, but at the same time, you don't want to like wear your mind out, where it's like constantly going twenty four seven, where you don't have time to actually really, hey, chill. Let me sit back and look and see what's going on really with my life. You know what I mean? And I think that's all I'm trying to say. No, I definitely agree with that. Like, regardless of like what you do until you deal with it, it's going to keep resurfacing in different forms and different ways until you deal with whatever it is and so and a lot of people like we, we do different things to like you know try to cover that up so people don't see that, that vulnerable part so we don't have to be honest with ourselves and just deal with whatever that is deep down that's why you're like i work so much i don't have time to sit down and be alone and think and see what's like really like take some introspection and kind of do that thing so but it's just really going to be like one of those until i deal with this and keep resurfacing but like you're on a process to deal with it by going to counseling and trying to start so you're off to a great start and counseling is really, really good. Um, like, I went to counseling, like, when Jonathan died because nobody 
nobody just got it. You know what I mean? I would talk to people and tell people a little bit of it. Like I would tell y'all, like my parents, I would talk to his family, but nobody got it. And so I felt like I needed to talk to somebody who I didn't know. Like somebody who wasn't going to be biased to like, okay, not saying that people that I were talking to were making me feel some type of way, but I felt like I wanted to talk to somebody who didn't know nothing about me, who didn't know nothing about, you know, like him or anything where I felt like I can really, I could really listen to what they were saying, their perspective looking from the outside in. And so like I went to counseling for a while and I kept going until I felt like, oh, I don't need to go to counseling no more. Like, I felt good. Like, it was, like that was one of my lowest points. When, when Jonathan died, I felt like I was like, I don't know, just life just really hit me. Like, it was insane. Like, and it was like crazy because it's like, I kept asking God, why is this happening? Like, I don't even, I've only known this person for not even, not even a month, was it? Not even a month, but it was like so much happened in a month where it felt like I knew in my whole life. And so more so, like I would tell people, like, it wasn't just like, okay, on a, oh, I like you level. Like, uh, it was more so like a, dang, like, I feel like you've been, you, you've known me my whole life. Like, I can share things with you. And I feel like I could just be myself. Like, I, I really just felt like that. And then when it tragically happened, I just was like, you go from not wanting to, first when I was like, I ain't going to hang out with this dude. I ain't going to hang out with him. And then you hang out with somebody every single day and you talk to them every single day. Then it feels like, then it just gets snatched away. It's like, why? Like, why? Like, then I start feeling like he, that same day was Mother's Day. And then I start feeling like, he was like, well, come ride the bike with me this day. And I'm like, nah, like, it's my mama's birthday and it's Mother's Day. He had no family around. Like, he he just wanted to hang out. And I'm like, nah, not today. And then I just felt like, dang, like, if I would have went, maybe we could have detoured and something else. So I started feeling like it was my fault. And so nobody couldn't tell me, okay, it's not your fault. Like, if you would have been there, stuff, it, it, people kept trying to say stuff, but it just was not in my head. It just was not in my head. And I don't know. It was, I don't know what it took. It just really took time. And me really praying to the Lord for healing, like, to comfort me and to, like, mend my heart, like, from that heartbreak. Like, and it wasn't like, oh, uh, it was just so sad because he was trying to get his life together. Like, he he grew, his mom was in the church, but he wasn't in the church like that. And so, like, I was trying to help him with stuff. He was helping me with stuff. And then all of a sudden, it was, like, just cut off. And still to this day, it's like, why? I still really don't know why. And I constantly, like, why was I placed in his life? Like, you know what I mean? Not more so for why was he placed in my life, but why, what difference did I make in his life at the end of his life? And that's what, you know, I made him, I feel like he was happy. He was free. Like he shared some personal stuff with me or whatever. And so I just, I just had to release that. Like I had to release it. Like, God, let me forgive myself for beating myself up so hard, for feeling like this is my fault for some type of way. Like, 
And once I kind of got over that, I started feeling a little bit better, like a little bit better and where I could talk about it. And I was talking to people about it, but still on the inside, I was still sad and like just miserable. And I see the time is on there. I got six minutes where I'm going to take like two of them. The second time I was really depressed was January of this year. January, I think, January 2017. No, January last year, 2017. I graduated with my MBA in December. And in January, I just, I knew beforehand that I was supposed to be somewhere else by January. By the time I get this MBA, I'm going to be doing this, this, and the third. But when January came, God was like, nah, you staying right here where you at. And I was miserable in my job. Like, I really hated going to that job. It was just something in me that I didn't even want to get up. Like, on the weekends, Jeremy would come, like, try to get me out the house. I was like, nah, like, I'm good. I ain't had no cable, no nothing. Just imagine me staying in that one room, not doing nothing. Like, I didn't want to hear. People would call. Like, a lot of people would call and text me. I would ignore them for, like, weeks and never, like, say nothing back. But it was because I just was at a numb place. Like, I don't know who I was. And so I started really being able to open up, and I was really praying to God, like, you know, you got to show me something. And so then, and he was like, the number 10 just kept coming to my mind. And so in October, I was really, really praying. I hated my job, but I was being more positive and stuff. And so that's when, like, on the 11th month, the 10th month, I had an interview at my job now. And then the 11th month, is that's when, like, all this positive stuff started happening, like, changing for me. And sometimes I still can feel like, why did I have to go through this long process where I got engaged? And I wasn't even happy. Like, I was happy that it happened, like, like, but I, I feel like I couldn't enjoy. I really couldn't enjoy that all of this good stuff was happening to me because I was just feeling like I wasn't where I was supposed to be in life. Like, I feel like I didn't, like Brittany said, I feel like I don't know my purpose. Like, why am I here? Like, like, what am I supposed to be doing? Like, who can I be helping? I feel like I'm just, just here. Like, why am I here? And I still ask myself that because I still really don't know my purpose. So, I mean, depression just comes and goes. I mean, but I try to keep my mind and feed my mind, like, with gospel music, with positive things. And I, I kind of stop listening to certain music, music and stuff, like, because that stuff really gets into your spirit. And, like, even when I'm riding with Jeremy, he, you know, he like that type of music and stuff. But sometimes I'm like, I can't listen to that because some of the words that are really saying, you don't understand like how that stuff resonates in your spirit and it can really affect you. So I try to be, I try to cover my gates, like what I watch, like, and all that kind of stuff, just so my spirit can be like, you know, on the positive and instead of being like, you know, pouring all that negativity inside. But that's all I got to say. I'm sorry. I got, you got three minutes. <laughs> no, this is what this is what's supposed to be like. This is the purpose of this whole thing to like come and share. But I can definitely like relate when you're just like, it comes and it goes. Cause like, there's some days I'm like through the roof and there's some days I'm just like, 
All right, God. Um, I don't know if I'm finna get out this bed today, but I mean, and it's and same. I do the same thing you are. It's like I've I've been journaling a lot more. It's like I've been just reading a lot more, praying a lot more. It's just like you just gotta stay because it's so easy for something to seek in, and you don't even know that it seeks like it's attaching itself to you. And next thing you know, you like you feeling this way, you can't understand why. It's like what you've been doing lately. What's been what's been connected to you lately? So that's that. All right, we got two. We got two and a half minutes. Final thoughts before Trey bless us with this prayer and knock us out of here. Final thoughts. This was good. This was good. I feel. I feel. I feel a relief. Like I feel. I feel good. I, I do. I feel like this is this is a a good start and a good process. This is the yeah. first time like I shared that story with like anybody, and so I was because like, I was practicing it like well like you know trying to hit my main points early, and I'm like okay good I got this. I'm like it ain't sound nothing like this when I get because I won't trembling, voice on trembling, eyes on willing or nothing. I'm like when I get an audience, this is gonna be all different. I was gonna be like okay uh uh get it all right all right. I'm the one over here crying. Girl, we, no, I was like, holding back. Like I was just trying to hold back. All right, it, girl, I mean, let's just with this prayer. Like, Ready? Yeah, you got to get it off. Come on. All right. Bye, your heads. Dear God, I thank you for this unity that we have all uh, brought together. Thank you for the openness. Thank you for the honesty, for the healing that is about to be pushed over our lives. Thank you for the.